Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kurt Schilling Baseball Show, episode 65, uh, 2023 postseason. And let's get right into it. Starting out in Baltimore, where Baltimore fans are probably not feeling all that good. Although I got to tell you, um, if you're an Orioles fan, yes, you're disappointed. Your season's over. And it was just such a promising uh, thing to watch. And I don't think that should change. Um I think solid. They were there a solid year early. Um, I don't. I think if you had said to any Orioles fan in in uh, spring training, "Hey, you're going to be in the uh, division series," they would have said, "What?" Uh, <laughs> and that's what happened. Uh, they got and I, but I can't help but wonder if the ending of game one didn't didn't screw them with Henderson getting thrown out on a miss relayed sign i think he was on first with nobody out right um who knows given their season who knows uh that could have changed things but they didn't have the pitching to do it they have the pitching but they don't they didn't have the experience pitching to do it grayson rodriguez uh struggled big time uh dean creamer in game three they both i think they went two and uh, uh one and two thirds well yeah what three and a third combined yeah um, which is just horrible. Um, they were down what nine two after three and six nothing after two. They, I mean, they just didn't have it. And and again, I think they were here. And it's again, it's not going to make you feel any better. Uh, they were here a year early, and the Rangers bats showed up, and the uh, Orioles pitching did not. Um, you know, when you're feeling good and 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 like your game one starter was solid going four and two thirds and giving up two earned runs. Um, you're probably not ready for the postseason. Um, Texas sweeps M three Oh, uh, and now we have, uh, based on the second series, when the Astros beat the twins three, one, the Rangers Astros are going to meet up in the ALCS, which is kind of cool. Um, I thought the twins would give them a better series. Um, Verlander shuts him out over six in game one. He'll grab game one of, of the Rangers series. Um, Javier and Yaquiti, uh both threw well. Um, ten and two-thirds combined, giving up two earned runs in games uh, three and four. Um, but remember, a lot of times, there are times when things kind of happen unexpectedly. Astros, I think, caught, they made their playoff spot the last day of the season. And I'm not sure anybody had their game face on for the postseason because they couldn't get ready for it because they weren't in it. Now all of a sudden they're in it and they dominated Texas during the season. Um, I, I don't know that that matters all that much uh, because those numbers, well, that, that matters if the players let it matter. And I don't think most of them will. Uh, they won seven the last eight against Texas. They were nine and four <clears throat> against Texas on the season. But again, I don't know that that really matters. I'm I'm very curious to see how the whole Scherzer thing plays out. Um, 
because he's a difference maker if he's healthy and throwing well. Um, and I would imagine, given his off his layoff, that he would get game one if that's the plan, which means, hello, baseball fans, Scherzer Verlander game one. That could be fun. Um, so you've got Texas and, and Houston. Um, kind of hard to see Texas getting beat only because their lineup is so good right now. Um, and so deep, Kurt. Yeah, it, well, you've got Alvarez and you've got, what, Guriel uh, Abreu for uh, Houston, who both kind of carried them through the series at different times. Um, but the Rangers lineup top to bottom carried them. And that you don't generally, you don't usually see that in October. Um, but it'll, it'll, I'll be curious to see. I still think whoever gets the most quality innings out of their starting pitching is going to win that series. Um, and then we move on. And we said this early in the year, right? I, I think in spring training, we talked about the possibility of four AL East teams making the playoffs. And it ended up being three. And they went a combined 0 and 7. Um, no real explanation for that. And these are short series and, and uh, best of threes and best of fives can be over in three days two two days, three days. And, you know, they, they didn't have it. The, the, the Blue Jays needed Gosman in game one. He walked five and they never got back. The, the, the Blue Jay offense, I think, was kind of a paper tiger in, in many sense, in many ways. But I also don't want to. Uh, to downplay the, the pitching that they faced and the fact that, uh, well, the teams that are pitching, it's, it's what we talked about, right? The teams I've, I've said it all year, the, the swing and miss pitching tends to, to, to dominate in October, although there are some exceptions and we'll get to it in a moment. Um, the Dodgers in their what? 11th, uh, uh, division pennant, uh, They've been in the playoffs 11 straight straight postseason appearances. 10 of them as division champs. They won three pennants and have one World Series. Uh, You know, screams of the 90 Braves, uh, the 1990s Atlanta Braves. Um, Kershaw struggled, and that was huge. And then I think they faced a team that feels like they're a team of destiny. Uh, And I've been in a clubhouse where you feel that way. And it's just a very different feeling. You, you show up at the park. You're not really worried about who's pitching or who you're playing. You're just worried about your job. And and uh, in the postseason, that can be a huge plus. And, and you know, Diamondbacks are 5-0 in the postseason. Uh, they got Gallon and Carroll to go 1-2 uh, in, in the NLCS, depending on who they pick up uh, and who they face. And um, the, 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 the message that I got last night, uh, was scary for me. I, if you remember a couple of years back when uh, the Rays were in the World Series and Cash pulled Blake Snell, uh, throwing a shutout, I think in the seventh inning of a World Series game, uh, simply because the sabermetrics data told him to do that, and they ended up losing that game and losing the World Series. I think that's going to happen again this year. Uh, and I, I, the team that it could happen to is Arizona because I watched Brandon Fat last night. I think he was at forty-two pitches in the fifth inning. Um. And he'd gone four and a third scoreless, gave up a single. Torrey Lovello couldn't wait to get out of the dugout. He had two arms in the bullpen going in a game when they had a lead uh, and he had been shutting them out. And it was almost like every out was uh, uh, the answer to a prayer 
when Fat was out there. And he remember he pitched game one <clears throat> of their postseason. And they came back and and won that game. And and we talked about what a mismatch that was. But the but I mean, watching that game last night, I think you're gonna possibly see it happen again this year. You're gonna see a team lose a series because of the angst that these managers have with start, certain starting pitchers, pulling them before they should be pulled, um, pulling them when the sabermetrics might tell them to, but the game doesn't. And that game last night didn't. This guy, kid was pitching fine, getting a lot of swings and misses, mixing his stuff up, and uh, I guess they felt four and a third was as far as they could get him. And he had a four-run lead after the four home runs in the third. Well, it's four nothing, and he's got 42 pitches. Right. Like, Okay. Didn't, didn't that's, get that. That's overmanaging. That's that's uh, you know they won, um, but who's to say he wouldn't have gone nine scoreless the way he was throwing? So the game one of the NLCS is today's uh, Friday. Game one is three days from now, so the Diamondbacks uh, will be well rested, uh, and and the, those 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 rests at this point don't aren't, aren't a bad thing, um, and the Dodgers losing. Uh, I, I don't have an answer. Other, they could they didn't pitch. Their offense got shut down by good pitching. Excuse me, but they they didn't pitch. They need a Kershaw. And with all the stuff with with Urias going on and their injuries late in the year, you know Lance Lynn. God bless him. I love him to death. Just a straight four seam fastball pitcher who gives you innings and starts and all the things that go with that. That doesn't translate a lot of times in October if you're not commanding the ball perfectly. And he wasn't. So, and Bobby Miller pitched like he was a kid, right? <clears throat> like you'd expect a kid to pitch in the playoffs, right? Um, but you know, again, when so the Diamondbacks, uh, the, the the Orioles, um, the Rays, the Blue Jays, looking at their short postseasons, the Twins. I don't know that there's a lot you do. Like I said, I think the with the Orioles, it's a matter of hey, we were here early. Let's just count this as great experience. Take this team into the next year. That the Orioles are set up to be the Dodgers for the next 10 years from a talent perspective. They can run that division as long as ownership doesn't screw it up. And that's a huge if. Well, John Means comes back next year. Right. He, he was healthy at the end of this year, but next year he'll be up and ready to go. Right. But but they need to start putting ink to paper with Radley Rushman and right. some other kids and do it if you're if you know, because you've already heard Angela set the table, right? Yeah. Oh, we might not be able to sign all these kids, blah, 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 which is setting them, you know, setting themselves up to let that happen when you can't. You you have to get these guys signed, get them to a deal that you might you might be spending more money up front, but you're saving a lot more money on the back end, especially given the way contracts are going. And the fact that Adley Rushman is kind of a, a unicorn um, in the sense that he's all the things you need in a base. He's a team leader on and off the field. He's an all-star catcher. He's a Hall of Fame caliber player. Uh, he... He is the anti-Kurt Schilling. He keeps his mouth shut and he goes about his job and does it really, really well. Uh, Gunnar Henderson, too. There's a lot. Of, and they have so much young talent. And maybe the best prospect in baseball didn't see the big leagues this year uh, for, for many at-bats and, and holiday. Um, and then, I, I, you know, Rodriguez, hey, learning learning, learning lesson. I, my, my guess is that Given his makeup and what he is, he'll take this and 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 will improve on it next year and be ready for that game one start that he gets in October next year. Well, as his sec as... the second half of this year proved he's he's capable of it. So oh, right, right now he's take the experience. He's, and... he's he's an ace. He's a number one. 
and uh uh he's the number one he's a play in pitching he's a play in game pitcher he's all that you know your game one starter he just needs innings um you know most pitchers again you know going back to my era most pitchers in my era are still in the minor leagues with the number of innings he has he's pitching in a winter go home game or, or a playoff game already so um let's go out to uh what turned out is turning out to be everybody's favorite series uh in philadelphia and i'm just going to say right now uh there's a stat here that philadelphia's 25 and 11 record at citizens bank uh, which made its debut in 2007, the best all-time uh, win percentage for a minimum of 20 games. Uh, home field in baseball is real. I think it's real in hockey. I think it's real in baseball. I think it's real in football to some extent, uh, uh, to, well, to a large extent. But baseball, it sneaks in there, and it is a big deal. Um, you think about Trey Turner early in the year and the stuff that happened with the standing ovation and his season after that. It can make a difference, and I think it's making a difference in Philadelphia. And the energy in Philadelphia is just different. It's a, it's a, it's a physical, viral, like, like you can touch it and feel it, kind of energy. And they're making themselves known, and that's fun to watch. And so let's talk about Bryce Harper, who uh, I think I said it here. This Bryce Harper was built for this. This is what he his whole life has been gearing towards the October, and he's proved it already. Um. He now has uh, the most home runs in division series history, which remember the division series is kind of a newer thing from a postseason perspective. Uh, seventh Philly ever with multi uh, home run games, multi home run games in the postseason, joining Worth, Utley, Hoskins, Howard, Burrell, and Dykstra. Um, but the, I, I, both of them were bombed. The first one was a moonshot. Um, and apparently, uh, well, I'm not going to say apparently or allegedly, I'm not the mainstream media. He was uh staring at orlando arcia around the bases both times uh i liked how arcia put his head down the first time to fix his glove so he didn't have to see it uh but he made sure the second time he did and this all comes from if you haven't heard uh arcia was pro uh, was commenting like every player in the game does in their own clubhouse um about players on the other team talking trash which is what we do um, and I, I guarantee you it was said in, in a, a laughing manner or whatever it was said. Um, and it got over to Harper. And I, I, I think the comment Harper says, somebody asked him about, you know, did you enjoy looking him down? He said, well, I enjoyed it so much. I did it a second time. So of course I did. Um, but, uh, I'm going to tell you, I know how it got over there. I don't think a player on the Braves team would have told Bryce Harper by any stretch. And I don't think any players on the, on the Braves would have told anybody else by any stretch. However, I do know the clubhouse guys in Philadelphia and I guarantee you, uh, and God blessed him for it. Uh, that's how it got across the clubhouses because that's not stuff you'd say that anybody else is supposed to hear, but the clubhouse guys, you got to remember the clubhouse guys, uh, home and road are in for postseason shares, visiting guys just as much uh, for full shares of the postseason, which now I'm going to guess is going to be in the neighborhood of a half million dollars this year. Um, so they want the Phillies to win. Um, I know that in in 04, uh, we knew that the uh, the Yankees had Mike the Red Sox clubhouse, um, and we found it accidentally. Um, but 
teams do all kinds of stuff like this. And I guarantee you, God bless you guys uh, on the visiting side of the field for helping the boys win. So, uh, so Kurt, he comes off getting picked off of first on the double play to end the game in game two. Right. And then he comes back and hits two home runs. Was there any time in your career where you had a bad start and then in the next start, just words like, I'm yeah. going to prove that to be wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so in 93, I get beat in game one of the World Series um, by Guzman and the Blue Jays, arguably the best lineup I ever faced, and then come back in game five, we're down 3-1, elimination. And I threw a 154-pitch complete game. Um, but I always argued that's what happens to, to guys that understand October – you turn a mistake. He got picked off and he, you know, he, he tried, I think he read the ball correctly in a sense that that ball probably should have been caught. Um, he got doubled off and that's how you make up for it. You go out and win the next game. And it, as opposed to Gunnar Henderson, who gets thrown out and again, probably not his fault because the signs are missed, but you find a way to come back the next day and, and make up for it instead of kind of squeezing the trigger or having your 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 butt be a little tighter the next day, you 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 look for an opportunity to make a difference, and you do it in October. And that's not saying that's not uh, a small thing, but they're taking advantage of home field advantage in a big way, and and I think it's going to be very very tough. There's so much energy, and I would tell you that it's far more impactful on the starting pitchers pitching in that environment. What Wheeler punched out? What the first six outs of the game? Yeah. He punched out six. Um, the energy in that stadium, holy crap, was uh, is is going to be well earned and well. It's going to be tough to win there. It's going to be tough as a visiting team to win there because the, the you're you're going to be playing and fighting a team that uh, that feels good about themselves, but isn't playing in front of a crowd that's going to give them April strength and freshness in October. And that's, there's an advantage to that big advantage to that. So, um, yeah, obviously we're taping this before the Phillies, uh, play. Um, I fully expect them to advance. I said that if they didn't, if Strider, if they beat Strider in game one, that it was going to be, I think very hard for Atlanta to win the series. And it's going to be very hard for Atlanta to win the series. Doesn't mean it can't, but I think it's going to be very hard for them to do that. Um, so when we get back here on Tuesday, uh, we'll be looking at both LCSs, and they will have kicked off. And uh, I, I got to change my prediction now because my team is out. Uh, I still, I'm still going with Philadelphia, um, but I got to go Texas, Philly now. Um, Texas looks, and especially if Scherzer shows up and he's anything like himself, um, I would love to see a Scherzer Verlander game. That would be phenomenal Sunday. Yes. If that. if we got Verlander Scherzer. Right, right, right. And a Scherzer with no excuses, that would be even more enjoyable because that could be a Schmoltz Jack Morris game seven kind of thing. Both your horses getting getting you deep into the game. So that'll be exciting. But um <clears throat> we'll look at both the LCSs on Tuesday. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go Texas Philly now. Uh I think I think Philly's gonna be hard to stop. Um, and then I'm going to have to go with Philly to win it all um, because I think things are going well. I don't mean to dismiss Arizona, um, and I'm not. I just think that that there's going to be an issue with the overmanagement of that pitching staff. 
Uh, and it's going to, I think it's going to come to come to fruition in the playoffs. I hope it doesn't because I'd like to see an Arizona Philadelphia seven game LCS. Cause I think it'd be a blast. I think the world gets to see Corbin Carroll uh, uh, and deserves to see him as well as an October Bryce Harper. Uh, I think Nolan and Wheeler have a chance to be special gallon um, and Kelly. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun, whatever it is. It's, I think it's going to be a great series. I'd be stunned if it didn't go six games regardless of who ends up getting there. So Rangers Astros. Uh, so three Baltimore screwed it up. It was almost going to be all four teams that I played for in the league championship series, which would have been cool. Um, Houston is uh, Arizona and Philadelphia are um, and Baltimore kind of let us down. But, but again, if you're a Baltimore fan, you can be upset this week and that's fine. But, but just know that uh, that team's in it for the long haul, deeply, deeply talented. Um, you could make an argument that losing Bautista was such an enormous blow and it was, but, but Arizona proved that you can take a bullpen. That's a, a an Achilles heel and turn it into, you know, a reason you win in October, if you've got the right makeup and you got the right guys. And they they clearly their bullpen has turned into uh, a force. So we'll be back. I, I will tell Go you ahead. that from a fan standpoint, I always like the semifinals more than the finals in all sports, but especially baseball. The league championship series where you go back to back <laughs> nights with games. It it's just a different feel. Once you get down to the finals, it's the finals and it's great. But well, I, love I gotta tell you, as a player, there was some of that in the sense that when you get to the World Series, obviously you want to win. But win or lose, you're in the World Series. The League Championship Series, you know, our World Series in 2004 when we won, when Boston won, the, our World Series was the Yankee Series. Not the Cardinals series. We swept the Cardinals 4-0. The Yankee series was our World Series. That was the the ghost of Christmas past in many ways. Because it was the Yankees, because we were down 3-0, and because we hadn't been, you know, we're not in the World Series yet. And I think that there's some of that. To guys that have been in the postseason and gone back and forth, I think they understand that, right? You get to the World Series, things can happen. Joe Carter can happen, right? But you're in the World Series. And either way, you're league champion. You don't get there. I don't think you've done anything. You've gotten to the postseason, but you haven't gotten to the World Series. So I think there's some some merit to that on both sides of the coin, fans and players. Um, so we'll be back on uh, Tuesday to catch you guys up on the LCS. It should be a great weekend of baseball. Um, I'm looking I'm, – I'm saying Arizona, Philadelphia, Texas, uh, Houston with – uh, Texas and Philadelphia getting to the World Series. So that's my pick. And 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 I'm going to say the same thing about Arizona next week if they don't make it. As an Arizona fan, you should be ecstatic. They're here early. They weren't expected to be here this year by any stretch. Um, that doesn't make it okay if they lose. I, I, I get that. But they're here a year early. They're talented. Um, they're going to be around. They've got a guy who might end up being the best player in the game, which is saying something these days, uh, given it's his first year, but he's everything he's pl- purported to be and more. Uh, he hasn't changed a gear in October. He's just kicked it up, which for a young player is pretty amazing. So um, 
yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday. Anywhere you guys get your podcast, Apple, Spotify. We'd love you to go to Outkick and grab it. Um, you can find the Kurt Schilling Baseball Show. We'll be back. Uh, Bill, you have a wonderful weekend watching baseball. And uh, hockey kicked off this week too, guys. So it's it's a lot of fun. Sports are a lot of fun right now. So have a great weekend.